Remember how you felt after finishing school? Yes, the torture is over, and you can finally start making plans to achieve all your goals. Nothing can stop you now. That's probably how Julianne Kepke felt too after celebrating her school graduation on December 23rd in 1971. But she had no idea what was waiting for her the next day. So, when 17-year-old Julianne Kepke finished her school in Lima, Peru, she went along with her mother to join her father at a research station in the Amazon rainforest. The girl and her mother were really eager to leave Lima as soon as possible and fly to Bucayapa, which was the nearest city to that station, but almost all the flights were booked because of the holiday season. Their only option was airline Lanza, which already had a bad reputation with two Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Crashes on their record. However, they booked the only empty seats for Flight 508, not worried considering the short one-hour duration of the flight. But after purchasing the ticket, they still had to wait for seven hours because the flight was delayed due to bad weather. Finally, the plane took off on the afternoon on December 24th. At first, it was a smooth ride, but soon the clouds started getting darker and darker and the turbulence got worse. Naturally, Kapeki began to feel anxious and nervous just like all the other passengers, including her mother. Something was definitely wrong. After crossing the Andes at about 21,000 feet, the plane got caught in the middle of a big storm with constant thunder and lightning. Suddenly, the plane started jumping up and down. Parcels and luggage were falling from the lockers and flying around the cabin. Terrified and helpless, Kapeki grabbed her mother's hand and closed her eyes. But a few minutes later, her eyes were jolted open when a bolt of lightning struck the plane. Now the fuel tank was ignited, and moments later one of the plane's wings was torn off. Before Julianne could understand what was happening, the airliner went into a nosedive and the cabin began tearing apart into pieces. She strapped to her seat and hanging head over heels, she went into a 10,000 feet freefall from the sky. The only noise she could hear was the whispering of the wind and she only saw the canopy of the jungle spinning toward her. The girl didn't remember anything about the impact, but most likely the seat she was attached to and the jungle foliage cushioned her plummet. Unbelievably, she survived the air crash. Now that's a real miracle! For the next 24 hours, Julianne faded in and out of consciousness. After that, she finally managed to stay conscious and started shouting out for her mother. However, she soon realized she was all alone in the middle of the jungle. As if surviving the fall wasn't enough of an ordeal, now she had to figure out how to make her way through the rainforest to find help. In addition to that, Julianne's collarbone was broken and she had several deep cuts on her arms and legs. Despite those injuries, she started moving, promising herself to get through this nightmare at all costs. While searching for food, she heard the hum of a circling aircraft above her head. The plane crash prompted the biggest search in Peru's history, but the forest was so dense that aircrafts couldn't spot the wreckage from the crash, let alone a single person. 
After some time, she stopped hearing the humming, knowing for sure that no one was going to rescue her. Luckily, she found a bag of candies at the crash site, which would be her only food for the next 10 days. But then she heard another sound that lifted her spirit a bit, the dripping of running water. Now it's time to mention that Julianne was actually pretty familiar with the jungle because her father was a biologist who studied Amazon wildlife. She spent quite a lot of time with him at his research station, and he taught her a lot of things about rainforest nature. Now she remembered when her father told her that tracking downstream should eventually lead to civilization. Besides, she now had water to quench her thirst. And so Julianne set out on her trek following a tiny stream. As you can guess, it was anything but easy. The Amazon rainforest is full of dangers. It's home to hungry jaguars, black caimans with their sharp teeth, and many poisonous snakes who are camouflaged to look like dry leaves. To avoid stepping on one of them accidentally, Julianne would test the area in front of her by throwing her only shoe ahead, then moving forward to pick it up and tossing it again. Also, she had to climb over huge logs and masses of gnarled roots in her way. But the girl just kept walking, despite scorching heat and hunger. It was rainy season in the Amazon, meaning that there was no fruit to pick. And since she had no knife, she couldn't cut the palm's hearts from the palm tree stems. Despite blistering sun at day, Julianne got really cold during the chilly nights. Finally, after a few days of roaming the rainforest, she arrived at the bank of a large river. But there was no sign of anyone. It was disheartening for her, but she knew she had to move on. Julianne walked through the shallow waters at the edge of the river very carefully, knowing that stingrays like to nest in these shallow waters. She was going so slow at this pace, she decided to swim out to the middle of the river instead. She knew stingrays stayed away from the deeper water and only hoped that she wouldn't meet piranhas or alligators on her way. So she swam in the river at day and went back to the shore at night to rest. But sleeping at night was no easy feat because insects kept biting her, making her injuries even more painful. On the tenth day of her exhausting journey, she finally saw something that made her think she was hallucinating. A big boat. Julianne couldn't believe her eyes and even touched it to make sure it wasn't a mirage. There was no one near the boat, but the girl noticed a beaten path that led up the riverbank. She followed it until she saw a hut with a palm leaf roof. The hut was empty, but Julianne found an outboard motor and a canister of gasoline there. She had a really deep wound on her arm and it was seriously infected to the point where there were maggots. Ugh. The girl knew she had to get rid of them. Julianne remembered that once her father had removed maggots from the family dog using diesel fuel to force them to the surface. So she poured some gasoline on her wound. Right away she felt intense pain because the maggots tried to get further into her flesh. But she managed to pull them out. Completely exhausted, Julianne decided to spend the night in the hut where she could finally get some semi-decent sleep. The next day, she woke to the sound of voices. There were several men outside. Again, she thought she was hallucinating, but the voices grew louder and eventually, the men entered the hut. Imagine how shocked Julianne was when she saw them. They were startled too, however, because at first, they thought she was a kind of a water goddess. 
a figure from a local legend who is a hybrid of a water dolphin and a blonde, white-skinned woman. Julianne explained to three lumberjacks who she was and what happened to her. They treated her wounds and gave her something to eat. The next morning, they helped her get to a canoe and take a ride downriver to a lumber station. After they reached the destination, a local pilot flew the girl to the hospital where she finally got professional medical help. Soon after her father arrived and they were finally reunited. While staying at the hospital, Julianne gave information to the researchers that helped them locate the wreck. Sadly, she was the only one who survived the crash. But this story is still an amazing example that a person's will to live is always stronger than the most terrible circumstances.